1: Some intangibles that those projections failed to take into consideration. The crowd was going crazy. There's not much in life that's better than that. You're listening to
0: Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Mark Willard and Joe Shasky on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. All
1: right, hey, what's going on? Next episode of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys with Joe Shasky. No, let me try that again. With Joe Shasky. Um, I'm Mark Willard. Uh, what's going on? Uh, it, look, you know, they asked for a really good series going into San Diego, coming off of that big win at the end of the Arizona series. It did not start off well, but the, you, you got to give him credit for the weekend. And, uh, you know, the bats finally wake up on Sunday, but let's talk about Carlos Rodon on Saturday because that was, to me, that was way, way more than a great pitching performance. That was obvious. Anyone can look at a box score and go, man, he absolutely shoved on, uh, on a night when they really needed it but it was the vibe around it. Mm-hmm. It was that emotion that he showed. We're waiting for somebody. In fact, he's even been one of the guys who's asked, hey, with Buster Posey gone, who is an emotional and spiritual leader of this team inside the clubhouse? I thought Carlos waved up and uh, said, how about me? In uh, yeah. had that performance on Saturday.
0: It was absolutely electric. It reminded me. Of young Tim Lincecum. That's what it reminded me of. Obviously, he's left handed. He's a totally different build. But like 98, 97, 98, 97 in that final inning. And I'm just feeling like we throw the word ace around, Mark. We throw it around so frequently. And it's like, really? How many true aces are there around the league? Yeah, you're the number one starter for Team X. But does that make you an ace? that was an ace-like performance that he gave this team because it was more than just getting this team to a victory.
1: He was willing them back into this playoff race, it felt like. Well, I mean, we love it when athletes do this Every once in a while, you have to pick your spots because if you if you don't pick your spots, you know how, like, every okay, we all love Draymond Green, but you know how he wears everybody out, right? Like, he wears, you know this, Steve Kerr, once upon a time, I'm so bleeping sick of Draymond. Even as a fan, you're like, uh, 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 okay, Draymond, right? Like, just once in a while. So if you only have one pitch and, and you throw it every single time, it's like, okay, we get it, but, but Carlos isn't like that, and this wasn't like that. We love it where every once in a while when the situation calls yeah. for it, you sort of step forward to be your own boss. Like, he walked into that stadium that night, and he was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, 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 my game, mm-hmm. my ball, mm-hmm. you're not taking me out. You can come out here and talk to me. You can talk to me in the dugout, my ball game tonight and then effectively did it 98 98 99 for his last three pitches of the night very very like that was that got under everybody's skin that was an inspirational effort I
0: mean, it was old school. I mean, this this is baseball that we yeah. grew up loving. Like, forget your analytics and and you know your pitch count charts and all these different things. No, no, no. I'm going to take this team all the way to the finish line. And what was great about it, obviously, when Webb loses the way he did just prior to, to Rodon's start, it's a gut punch. I mean, he got caned. I mean, we can all freely admit that. Like, he got caned in that moment. And it stinks. You know, you, you, you give up one run, you should win that game. I don't care who you are. If you go eight, nine innings, you should win that game. So for Radon to do that on the heels of that Logan Webb performance. I thought it was magical. And then the other part of this is for the team, the trickle-down effect of not using the bullpen, not just in that game, but then the next day as well, right. with Wood going seven strong. This team needed that so bad because all we've been talking about is my God, this bullpen's gonna fall on its face come August.
1: Well, and and then let's also go back to to Logan Webb, even in the losing effort, like uh, remember where the bullpen was. The state of the bullpen coming out of the Arizona series. You know, you you got you got, uh, you got throwing 37 pitches yep. and not getting through the ninth inning. Sam Long's got to come out. Mm-hmm. He's got to do his thing. Uh, and and so you you're arriving San Diego on a stretch where there's no days off, and this continues now. Right, seven games mm-hmm. this week going into the All Star game, and you're thinking, man, uh, the 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 bullpen is is taxed. And and that's that's not good for a team that likes to play close ball games that go into the seventh and eighth inning. So for the starting pitch, you got a bullpen game on Friday, mm-hmm. but for the starting pitching on the other three nights to go Web 8, Rodon 9, Wood 7, huge, huge. as Kapler loves to always talk about. Not just huge because you won two games over the weekend, Huge for the seven games that you've got this week. Mm-hmm. I've got my eyes on how they play in this Arizona series because of that. You you know, you're going to get another web outing early in that series, but, but I really think they're set up now for success against Arizona because of the starting yeah. pitching in San Diego. The bullpen should be absolutely ready to rock and a little bit reworked yeah. with Jake McGee. Uh, getting uh, getting sent out a couple days ago.
0: Yeah, the Jake McGee thing, let's put a bookmark on that. I, I do want to circle back on that, but mm-hmm. like Rodon, it was just such an electric performance, and there's just something about a charismatic guy who's kind of got this game face look of intensity at all times, and just everything about him, just I love it, whether it's the high leg kick, the socks, just the whole moxie sweating through everything, and more than anything, you're playing the team you're chasing. You're looking up at them yep. in the standings. Yeah, are not in first place, but this is the team you're going to battle all summer.
1: I thought it was one of those I'm here and you're going to have to reckon with me the rest of the season. Well, and let's not forget, and maybe this is just psychological. You show up on that game Saturday, you have played uh, at that point, you have played 82 games. You mm-hmm. have officially started the second half of the schedule and really for the first time of any consequence since the pandemic year, you're 500 ball club. I know. And if you lose that ball game, you go under 500 and maybe it's only for a night, but there is something psychological about mm-hmm. that. And we're, we're approaching the trade deadline mm-hmm. and everyone's watching to go, okay, is this team going to fall off the map to where you even potentially would, would consider being a, se- mm-hmm. a seller in, in this marketplace. These two games over the weekend for me, put a stamp on it. It was like, no, 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 no. This team's not going that direction. It's going that direction. And and Rodon leads the way to that. You see the team respond with a 12 0 victory. The the very next day, get back into a winning mark, and then you come home. Granted, the Brewers are tough, but you come home for three against Arizona. I know their last homestand, they were supposed to come home and make hay, and it went the wrong way. But, you know, previous point about the bullpen, the momentum, where it is, uh, I think provided they can at least take two out of three from Arizona.
0: and they finally got the the great pitching with some complimentary hitting over those last couple of days, right? Like, obviously, when you drop 12, everybody's hitting. But early in that game, it could have easily been they get out of that inning. You look up, you're like, wow, they got five, six runs? There's only one out? It's because guys like Wilmer Flores are stepping up. guys like Yastrzemski. Grisham misplays a couple of balls out in in center field. He was making those plays in the first couple of games. So I thought that that game was – Saturday was bigger, especially when it's on national TV and it started was yeah. a four o'clock start. It just felt different. The shadows, the sun. I thought it was a bigger game than just a Saturday in July game.
1: Yeah, we may circle that one. And then for another reason as well, because we're now just uh, over a week away from the all-star game. And what a weird day to get the news that Carlos Rodon does not make the all-star team. Uh, but it, it's one thing I've been assuming for two weeks that Rodon would be in the All-Star game. Then he goes out, has his signature performance for the whole year, and we, we, we get up the next day and into the afternoon and go, wait a minute, he's not on the team? And, and, and Logan Webb isn't either? I don't tend to get too hot and bothered about this stuff. I understand that all the pitchers who are on the team, you can make the case. Look, the Reds needed somebody. They needed a representative. Clayton Kershaw gets put in by MLB eh, you know, big name. He's pitching I pretty well. Uh, you know, not going to get too out and bothered. Carlos may get added if anybody needs to sit out, so he still may may get there. But in the final analysis, come on, I know. Like I, mean, I look look at who this person is. I know. Look at the numbers that are out there. Um, it's it's just incredibly unfortunate. There's no way. Absolutely no way you can argue against him being on the team.
0: Well, I I think we can both agree that it's just tough. And when I take a step back, it's hard for me to get mad at every team needs representation because I remember when the Giants were one of the lowly teams in the league, and I did want to see a giant get represented, whether they deserved it or not. So, like, I understand philosophically from the big leagues point of view. It just feels like this year in particular, Mark, how many guys got snubbed? It felt like there weren't even close to enough spots. You want to represent the Braves. They won the World Series. I get it. The Giants were the benefactors of that in 2011. You know, you don't get Vogel song on, even though he wasn't on the 2010 roster, because you're, you're going to give a nod to one of your dudes. Like, I get the Braves getting a ton of guys. I get the L.A. thing. I understand it's Clayton Kershaw's kind of lifetime achievement. But, boy, I mean, right now, you ask MLB hitters who they want to face, Clayton Kershaw or Rodon, and I'm not crushing Kershaw. It's just...
1: It sucks. Yeah. I wonder, too, you know, you get to the all-star break. This would be really hard because I I would argue with you. I would argue alongside you that, yes, every team needs a representative. I like that rule. Ten-year-old meme, right, Mark, Like, or your kids. Like, they want to see their guy. They're going to stay up till their guy gets in. Yep, yep. So, I would argue along with that. However, I'm also a big fan of, you know, like we see in soccer in Europe with relegation, like – what if you had to have a certain number of wins or or are sorry, you didn't qualify for an all star? Yeah, I mean, some, I'd be open to a conversation and I don't know what the number is like right now. The Washington Nationals are the bottom of the National League and, and they've got 30. Um, you know, there's only one team in the bigs that does not have 30 wins yet. It's the A's, but anyway, um, I like I, I I don't know if there's some sort of rule, some sort of a qualification process, so that snubs like this don't happen. Well, here's the hard part too, because of arbitration, some of these
0: guys who get the nod because they play for the Diamondbacks. I'm just using them as an example. Now that's in this. It's in his arsenal for his arbitration. And it's not in the arsenal for Carlos Rodon, who's going to hit free agency and try to get a $200 million deal. Right. So like there is a trickle down effect to this. And then like the hard part, this is the hard part. Like I, if I'm looking at the Pirates as an example, and no one wants to see their random pitcher. We all want to see one guy. His name's right. O'Neill Cruz, right? That's the guy we want to see. So why don't we have a designation slot for like rising superstars or something like that? Like, I, it's not perfect. I'm frustrated. Rodon should be there. I'm hopeful he'll
1: get the nod. I just don't know what the answer is, Mark. No, well, I, I, I tell you what, like I'd be open. You know, All Star Weekend for for, and I know it's not a weekend, but All Star, yeah. the, the whole deal has um, it's run its course to where I'm not saying I'm down on it. I still think, you know, i watch my, my sons who love baseball will still totally dial into the home my run. Favorite rugby. of the all-star game. Right. Like there, there's, there's still some value to what they do, but why not add more? Why not? And I know they've got the futures game, but like, why not? Let's get to know the brand new players exactly. with some sort of a skills competition so that they can show off because you keep talking about Cruz, and you know Cruz, and I know Cruz, but the fans don't know Cruz. This no. guy in, in Pittsburgh that you exactly. may see when your team goes to play the Pirates. Yes, people are just starting. What a what an opportunity to showcase these players. And let people see what's coming. That's that's all. Like, okay, Kyle Schwarber is an
0: example. We we have to have X amount of position players, and we have to have X amount of pitchers. Well, wait a minute. Let's take a step back. Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, he's got a million bombs. His OPS is the lowest it's been in five or six years for him specifically. He's bad like two twenty. All right, their team's not that much better than the Giants. Who's pining for Kyle Schwarber to be in the All Star game? Now, in the Home Run Derby? Okay, no problem. I don't need him taking up and soaking up a, a slot because we have to fill this arbitrary number of positional players in the all-star games. Like, I don't know. It just frustrates me. Not that the giants deserve three slots. Okay. We're probably Webb, I think, had they been better, 10 games, 12 games over 500, Webb's got an argument. Because they don't, I think Rodon, I still believe it's a snub. I'm not losing my mind. I'm not outraged. I'm just frustrated because I don't see the path for him getting in because of these stupid arbitrary reasons that they've created to fill slots.
1: Right, right. And 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 the, uh, you know, the beat writers for the Giants have already done a deep look to see because you know if somebody pitches on Sunday – yeah. yeah, yeah may become ineligible and you can get a replacement player. It doesn't look like any of the current National League starting staff is slated to go on Sunday. We'll see if they do. Uh, but, you know, so we'll see. We'll see because I do think if another spot opens up, I do think Rodon is going to be the very first one. Passon put out a list of all-star snubs. I saw that. Put out a list of about 15 guys. Rodon was number one on, on the list. So I still think he does have a chance to uh, to get in. Big split in, uh, in San Diego for sure. Uh Giants coming off of a very good weekend and now – Full steam ahead into the final homestand before the break with the Diamondbacks and the Brewers coming to town. We'll be all over it.